Hello, little ones. Are you ready for bed? Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled Gone Fishing. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. Richard recast his line after losing his bait. His three buddies were bugging him about how much easier it is to catch a fish with something on your hook that the fish finds appealing. All four of them were taking part in an annual fishing derby, which was organized by the very prestigious private members club they belonged to. As they were trolling, they discussed how after the derby, they were going to go trolling themselves at the club later, and not for fish. Richard opened up another beer. His fishing line grew taut, and the rod started bending. He started reeling in, but the rod just bent more and more. He figured that he had a snag, so he yelled to stop the boat. As he tried various positions to free the line, one finally worked. He was able to start reeling in, but he definitely had something on the hook. Richard yelled at one of his cohorts to grab the net. Whatever he had on the end of his line was heavy. As he pulled and reeled, his buddy dipped the net in the water and helped Richard bring in his catch. As the catch was dumped on the boat floor, Richard's buddies started laughing. His great catch was a tire. His friends couldn't stop. He was getting somewhat pissed off at the laughing and told everyone to shut up. As he picked up the tire to throw back overboard, he saw something that was wedged in it. Richard reached to pull whatever it was out of the tire. The object was covered in algae and was extremely dirty. He grabbed a hold of it, and as he pulled, the object came loose and fell to the floor. He picked it up and saw that it was a very odd-looking bottle. He wiped the bottle and the top of the rag that was in the bowl. The top of the bottle appeared to be sealed with what looked like lead. Richard then looked at the tire, which itself was extremely old. It looked like one that would have been on a Model T Ford or something. Throwing the tire back into the water, Richard put the bottle into his tackle box. The four of them continued to fish and drink for the next several hours. Opening his condo door and staggering in with one of his catches from the club, Richard told the young woman to make herself at home. Getting a couple of beers from the fridge, he opened them and gave one to the young woman. After chugging the beer, Richard proceeded to vomit. Thankfully, he made it to the sink. Him throwing up was definitely a buzzkill for the young woman who left. He then passed out on the couch. The next morning, Richard opened up his eyes and wiped the drool from his mouth. After taking some painkillers for his head, he opened up his tackle box and took out the bottle he had found. He ran it under the kitchen tap and washed it, scrubbing to remove more of the grime and other lake-bottom deposits that had built up. After drying the bottle, he held it up and examined it. The bottle was club-shaped, 
kind of like a bowling pin, but not flat on the bottom. It seemed to be made of heavy glass with some sort of molded inscription. The surface was covered with a somewhat beautiful, frosty peacock-colored iridescence. The top was sealed with what looked like a cork, but covered in lead to keep the cork in. Bryce didn't know much about these things, so he took it to one of his fishing buddies who was into antiques and collectibles. After leaving it with his buddy for a couple of days, they met up at the local high-end coffee shop. The buddy told Richard that it definitely was old, very old and European. Richard asked how could something like this end up in the lake where he found it. The buddy said that anything was possible and that definitely is a mystery. Richard asked also about the molded inscription. The friend said he took pictures of the bottle and sent the inscription to a friend of his who was into linguistics and language translation. It was going to be a few days before getting an answer. Richard put the bottle in his backpack and walked home. On his way home, he came across someone asking for spare change. He told the individual to get a job and work for it. Putting the backpack on the kitchen island, he took the bottle out and placed it on the coffee table. Looking at it, he picked it up again and proceeded to shake it. There was definitely something inside, but not knowing what it was, Bryce did not want to open it just in case it might be something poisonous. That night, Richard started dreaming about the bottle. In the dream, he was looking at it, and the frosty peacock iridescence started glowing and was getting brighter. Richard woke up and opened his eyes. He could see a light glowing through the bedroom doorway. Getting out of bed, he walked to the living room where he saw the bottle glowing on the coffee table. It was quite bright and was causing Richard to squint. He picked the bottle up and thought he could hear someone say, Open the bottle. He immediately placed it back on the coffee table and it stopped glowing. Getting a drink of water, he continued to look at it, then went back to bed.